Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday, you guys. I cannot believe how fast this week has been going. You didn't get a podcast or a live video from me last week because I was out of town, y'all. I turned 40 last week. I was in Cabo with a group of my friends, just living my best life and having the most amazing time with some old college teammates and, and roommates of mine. And it was so, so, so much fun. So if you are here live, I would love for you to hashtag live so I can see you in the chat and interact with you. If you you are here watching the replay, I would love for you to hashtag replay so that I know you're here and I can come back and have a conversation with you. Today's topic is going to be really, really one of my favorite things to educate and to talk to with females and mamas who are on a health and weight loss journey, because we have this idea and this understanding that we think we know about how to help ourselves lose weight. And we really self-sabotage and shoot ourselves in the foot. And I cannot wait to dive into this topic because there are some crucial things that we are doing that I chronically see people do when they come into my world, when I help them with their health and their weight loss, this is one of the biggest things that I see. And here's the thing. It has to do with under eating. But what I want to share with you today is that we can't go, oh, I'm under eating and then put ourselves in a surplus or even at maintenance because we won't see the things that we want to see. So I want to help you kind of understand your metabolism a little bit today so that you can start to take steps and move in the direction of rehabbing it and getting yourself into a much better position uh, than you were before you uh, started doing something about your health and your nutrition. I can see there is a few people on here. Make sure that you say hello in the chat so that I can see you so that I can pop in and answer any questions that you might have, uh, and just kind of see what's going on and, and what you're doing. All right, mama. So before we dive into the three tricks that you can use to get your metabolism going again, I want to talk a little bit about what metabolism really even is. Okay. So scientifically speaking, your metabolism is what controls how much energy your body burns. That's what your metabolism does. It controls how much energy your body burns. Okay. So if you've ever been on a diet, then you know what it's like to hit a plateau. It's so frustrating when you're cutting down food and cutting down food and cutting down food and increasing exercise and working out harder and working out more days. And your body simply refuses to lose weight. There's a disconnection in our metabolism when this happens, right? This plateau or stall is what I hear people call it a lot of times. And our weight loss usually happens because your metabolism has slowed down. But the amazing thing you guys is that you may not realize you can boost your metabolism without pills, without shakes. I literally help people do this all the time 
with everyday foods. There's just a little bit of knowledge and understanding that you have to have about who you are in your nutrition so that you can boost your metabolism, start getting it to burn hot again and shift in the different direction, right? So I'm going to share with you today, three metabolism boosting tricks that can help you lose weight. Again, that can get you off of that plateau or that stall. Okay. So your metabolism measures how much you're taking in and how much you're putting out. And it tries to burn calories at a rate that will keep you alive. Notice I didn't say at a rate that will help you lose weight or lose body fat. Unfortunately, our bodies think that keeping us simply alive is job well done and enough. Our body, our metabolism does not care about bikini season. It doesn't care about tank tops. It doesn't care about shorts. It doesn't care about cellulite. All it cares about is keeping you alive and in homeostasis. Okay. But just because your metabolism chooses how much to burn doesn't mean that you're at its mercy. There are simple things that we can do to keep our metabolism burning at a rate that you're happier with. Okay. So your metabolism is never broken. Okay. So I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, I'm just broken. It doesn't work. Uh, it's never going to work again. It works for everybody else. It doesn't work for me. And the truth is your metabolism is not broken. It simply needs a pick me up. And sometimes that's what I'm going to, and sometimes that's, that's what we need. And that's exactly what I'm going to show you how to do. And Hey, Sheila, I can see you in here, Sheila. Hey, what's going on sister. So metabolism boosting number one, move your body. Okay. Okay. We all know this. All right. Exercise, move your body. It's so good for your metabolism. But a lot of us think that we have to go from doing nothing, not moving your body to being a CrossFit competitor. And that is simply not the truth, right? We just need to start moving our, our bodies, right? And our metabolism will increase its rate at which it burns energy when we start moving our body, right? This will boost our metabolism by increasing our movement. And one of the absolute best ways that you can move your body is to simply start walking. Almost everyone can walk. Everyone, even when I had COVID and I did not feel good, I still went for walks every day. I went and went on a three mile walk. Now, listen, sometimes when you're sick, I know that's not possible or right after knee surgery or stuff like that. But for the most part, all of us can commit to walking, right? And it's a hundred percent free. And a lot of people don't realize just how beneficial walking is here. are Just a few ways that walking can improve your health. It improves cardiovascular health. It manages and conditions our heart disease, high blood pressure, cancer, and type two diabetes. It can literally be a factor in reversing some of those. It improves muscle endurance and obviously heart endurance, and it increases our energy levels. It strengthens our immune system, improves our mood and cognition and our memory and our sleep. I mean, those that I've listed alone are incredible, but it also strengthens bones and muscles. So if you are currently somebody who's like, listen, I hate exercise. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do group fitness. I've been sitting on my couch for 2020, 2021. And I'm just, it's not going to happen. Mama, just start with a walk. If you've never walked before, start with five minutes. If you walk every day for 10, go to 20, right? Start simple and walk, right? A simple five to 10 minute walk can help you not only lose weight, but it's not strenuous on your body. It's not going to break you down. It's a really great form of exercise, right? And cardio is a great way, great way to increase your heart rate and your metabolic rate. But I would love, love, love to see some of us get into resistance training and weight training, right? But if you are somebody who doesn't like to work out, start super simple. Let's go on a walk. Okay. Walk around your house, walk around your neighborhood, move your body, boost your metabolism. Uh, 
all movement counts, not just heavyweight training and lifting, all movement counts, okay? Not just exercise or group fitness. Another great way, of course, to boost your metabolism is to get into weight training and strength training and increase your metabolism that way as well, right? So strength training will help you burn more calories long-term than cardio training. During cardio training, when you burn calories, you burn them right away. And then they stop when you're done training, right? When you're done doing the cardio, when you do resistance training and weightlifting, that metabolic burn continues for up to two to three days of burning, right? So strength training is always a really great way to boost your metabolism and, and to increase your muscle mass. And we know when we have more muscle mass on our frame, our caloric ceiling rises. And of course, muscle weighs more than body fat. And now we are strengthening all kinds of different things inside our internal system. Systems, right. But I want you to take yourself where you are. So if you're going from couch potato to something, let's start with walking. If you've already got a really solid walking routine in your, in your life, then let's go into some resistance training. If you're really good at resistance training, then let's go into some weight lifting. Okay. So there's different levels of difficulty that we can increase ourselves up to. Okay. Cardio and strength training are both helpful in weight loss and kickstarting your metabolism. This is why exercise needs to be a part of your healthy lifestyle, but it doesn't have to be anything crazy that flips your world upside down. Okay. Meta, me, uh, metabolism boosting tip number two, sleep more, less stress. <sighs> Let's take a brief, deep breath for this one. Cause this one is hard for me. You guys listen, we live in a fast paced world. There's a lot of stress and a lot of things going on in our world. And sometimes I find myself sleeping less and stressing way more, but I want you to reverse that sleep more and stress less, right? Both have a direct effect on our weight gain and our weight loss and our metabolism, which is why we need to make sure that we address both. If we're feeling stuck in our health and our weight loss, right? Sleep is so crucial to not only weight loss, but overall health during the third stage of sleep. Okay. Around five or six hours, our bodies release hormones. And two of the hormones that it releases are leptin and ghrelin. Maybe you've heard of these two hormones before, but we're going to talk about this in the, in the metabolism burning step two and three. Okay. So these two major hormones trigger our hunger, hunger cues and our appetites. Okay. So studies have shown that not getting enough sleep punts too much ghrelin into our system, which is our, it's our hunger cue. It tells us that we're hungry, causing increased hunger, increased cravings and causes too little leptin and leptin is an appetite suppressant. Right. And so that hormone doesn't get pumped in the ghrelin kicks in and tells us eat more, eat more. That's why at 10 o'clock at night, you get these crazy cravings or nine or nine 30, whatever your end of the night is, you get these cravings. And really what you should do is go to bed because your body is tired, but because you're not going to bed, it's like, okay, we need more energy. So then it dumps a bunch of leptin and ghrelin, well, ghrelin into your body. And that tells you that you're hungry and you're not really hungry, right? So if you're trying to regulate or boost your metabolism, you need to be getting seven to nine hours. Everybody's a little bit different. So know where you are of sleep each night. Okay. That gives your body time to release the hormones that it needs in an appropriate amount so that we're not overly hungry or not hungry at all. Right. That's another thing that I get from a lot of my soon to be clients or clients that I get on the phone call with is they don't feel hungry. And they think that's a good thing. They're like, I just, I never feel hungry. And they're 50, 60 pounds overweight. Well, you know what has happened? You've shut off your leptin and ghrelin hormone. It doesn't even work anymore. It doesn't listen to you because it knows that no matter how much it tries to disrupt you, you don't stop. You don't change your behavior. So you eventually end up shutting those down. And that's a part of rehabilitating the metabolism that we're going to talk about in tip number three. Okay. So 
Another hormone that can disrupt your sleep is cortisol, the stress hormone, right? That's why we got to sleep more, stress less. When you're overstressed for too long, not only can cortisol prevent you from getting enough sleep, but it can also increase your appetite and cravings even more. Cortisone likes to release other hormones into our body, which can increase our hunger. So increased cortisol for a short time can boost your metabolism. Cortisol is good for you when we're using it during the right time of day. High cortisol in the morning, fantastic. High cortisol at night when you're trying to go to bed, not good, <laughs> right? Some of my clients will tell me, just can't shut my brain down. I just can't shut my brain down. Yeah, that's cortisol screaming at you. That's your stress and all of your thoughts and all the whirlwind, okay? Quick little tip, okay? Get out a journal brain dump every thought that is going on in your head, get it out on a piece of paper, watch how you can switch things around. Okay. So when you're chronically stressed, it slows the metabolism down as a part of the fight or flight response. Okay. So we have to manage our stress, stress and sleep are intertwined and you must have tools to help you lower your stress. So you can get quality of sleep, having a bedtime routine that in includes stress, reducing activities is a fantastic way to lower your cortisol and to, and to get to bed on time and to lower your cravings. Right? So how do we do that? Very, a few, very simple things, having a nighttime routine, meditation, journaling, yoga, reading for fun. Those are all really great ways. Having a nighttime tea. My favorite thing to do, you guys, is to turn all the lights down low, turn on the fireplace and have my calm, which is a magnesium tea. I put calm in my tea and I have a nighttime tea and I start to get into my nighttime routine and turn it down mode, right? We want to wind down at the end of the day so that you can boost your metabolism while you're sleeping. Okay. So we've got two metabolism boosting tips that we just talked about. Okay. One, move your body to less stress, more sleep three. Okay. Y'all you're not going to believe me on this one. I know you're not going to believe me on this one because nobody believes me on this one. Eat more food. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but I can't tell you how many people chronically come into my world and they are eating a toddler amount of food and they don't understand or know why they are 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. And it's because your body is like, you don't love us. You don't feed us. And so we are going to downshift, downregulate everything that you do in your day to conserve and preserve energy so that we can stay in homeostasis. One of the ways we slow down our metabolism is by under eating, chronically under eating. I don't mean you under eight for a day. I mean, chronic under eating, which people who are chronic dieters tend to be in a chronic deficit, right? Can I get a little amen, a little raise your hand? No shame. Y'all we're in our group. We're in our safe space here. No shame. We are told that if we want to weigh less then we have to burn more energy than we take in. The simple solution is to cut our food intake. But if you cut down too much, then your body goes into starvation mode where your metabolism literally slows down. And instead of burning energy quickly, it tries to save any energy that you give it or feed it. And it stores it as body fat so that when you don't give it enough, it can pull from the storage. But we really have to push that threshold for it to pull from the storage. What ends up happening is it just makes you tired and it slows all your metabolic processes down all of them, right? So if you've tried restriction or diets that are super restricted, or if you've tried to live on 1200 calories for a while, then you know how this goes. The truth is that if you want to increase your metabolism, you need to increase your food intake. Okay. Now 
Like I said earlier, I'm not saying that anytime you hit a plateau, you should go out and binge eat. That's not what I'm saying. That's not going to be effective. You're going to get a result that you don't want. However, when you increase your protein and carb intake, you can give your metabolism the boost that it needs to start burning energy again. If you are strategic about it and you learn and understand how this works for you in your benefit, you can make it kickstart any plateau or any, any stall that you see happening in your health and weight loss. Protein, my friends, is always the best place to increase your intake because it's the building block of all of your cells, healthy hair, skin, nails, muscle, bones, hormones, anything else, then you need to be eating enough protein. Protein is so good for you. It's the building blocks of everything inside your body. Okay. We also discussed that muscle burns more calories than fat, right? So increasing your protein intake will help you build muscle, especially if you're strength training, right? And the more you build, the more you burn, right? So the second most important macronutrient for metabolism boosting is carbs. I know blow your mind. Every time that I increase somebody's carb and they carbs and they drop a pound or two, they're like, what kind of witchcraft is this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not witchcraft, right? If you've been restricting your carb intake and your weight loss halts, and it might be time to reconsider what you're cutting out and why listen, mama carbs are the body's first form of energy. And without enough of those carbs in your body, it will hold on to whatever you give it for dear life. You'll get brain fog. You'll have that afternoon headache. You'll have the afternoon tired, right? In my macros made easy program, when I'm working with my mamas and they're stuck at a weight for a minute, I'll give them refeed meals or I increase their carbs for a meal or two. And then a few days later, their weight will start to dip again. It surprises them every single time. But by upping your carbs and reintroducing them, your body pumps out more leptin, that appetite suppressant hormone that we talked about, right? That leptin is telling us like, we're good. We're satisfied. We're okay. We're past homeostasis. We can rock and roll. And it realizes that it can release the stored energy fat because new energy is coming in. And then you start to lose weight again, right? We're so conditioned to believe that carbs will make you fat. We're so conditioned to believe that eating 1200 calories or below is the only way to lose weight. But when we eat the right way, when we understand what our body needs, when we understand how to get to where we want to go, when we understand the value and the quality and the framework of our food, we can eat carbs. We can eat fat. We can have a, a adequate amount of protein and we can start to feel really good in the skin that we're in. It's important to choose quality carbs when we're eating carbs, right? We don't want to eat all this processed junk. And if we eat all the processed junk, then our fat's going to go through the roof. So we want to stick to whole foods and carbs that are higher in fiber. Those are going to be the best options to increasing our metabolism, right? So those are going to be things like whole wheat and, uh, and fruits and vegetables and dark leafy greens, right? Processed foods can do the same thing, but not as efficient. We're missing the micronutrients to those carbs versus when we eat whole foods, we get macros and micros. And that's the way that we want to do it, right? Your metabolism plays an important role in your health and your weight loss journey. Don't become a victim to it. You have the power to live a healthy life if you invest in learning about it. That's why in my Macros Made Easy program, I don't just help you lose weight for a minute. I educate you, teach you, grow you, show you, help you understand who you are in your nutrition so that you can be the boss of your own journey, the boss of your own nutrition. I can teach you how to eat healthy and increase your metabolism without giving up your favorite foods.
that, I mean, I, I get to, I get the pleasure of watching that happen all the time. And it's really hard concept for people to wrap their brain around because they're like, how can I eat those foods and still lose weight? Well, mama, let me show you the quality and the value and what you have in your hand and how to play your cards. Right. So if I could show you how to boost your metabolism, I would love the honor and the pleasure of doing just that mama. That's what I have for you today. I'm so excited to pop in here and drop a few little nuggets in on your world about your metabolism. Listen, if anything that I shared with you, you're like, Oh God, metabolism. Like you're blowing my mind, eating more food, eating carbs. Are you serious? Is this real? I would love for you to drop below. I'm in drop below. I'm in. I will start a conversation with you. We'll talk about what I do, how I can help you. If it's a good fit for you, if it is, we'll rock it out. If it's not, then I will point you in a direction that you need to go. Okay. I was so happy to hop in here and chat with you guys about this. It truly is magic. What I get to, to watch all of my clients do to show up, to eat more food, to understand who they are in their nutrition and to stop falling victim to all of these dietary rules and restriction and, and cookie cutter ideas that do not suit them. Watch them step into their power and get to where they want to go. It's one of my favorite things. I love doing it. I'm so passionate about it. I love showing mamas how to get to where they want to go. And if that's something that you want, you and I need to chat. All right, y'all. That's what I have for you until I see you next week. Be well. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.